So hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome all of you to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Now, we have a very special guest joining us today, Julie Valentine. She is the Director, Global Refining and Sustainability Measurement Solutions uh, for Emerson Automation Solutions. Now, we will be discussing several topics on this podcast, including things like biofuels and renewable fuels, digital technologies, and of course, how the industry is moving forward. So we got some really important things to discuss with Julie today, so I want to welcome her in. Julie, how are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Lee. Excellent. Now, before we get started, can you let the listeners know a little bit more about your company, Emerson Automation Solutions, and of course, your role with them? Yes, absolutely. Emerson Automation Solutions is a global technology and engineering company with a large portfolio of technologies to measure and control optimize and power their operations with a large portfolio. Um, and we look after a wide variety of industries. I work in the measurement solutions group, but I collaborate with a much broader team to understand the best automation and digital solutions to solve the challenges that impact both operational certainty and then also sustainability programs for traditional refining, renewable fuels, hydrogen value chain, and carbon capture technologies. Excellent, great. And we're gonna jump pretty deep into the digital technologies realm here, but just to kind of set the subject up, uh, can you just explain a little bit more to the listeners uh, who may not be familiar with it, but what exactly are biofuels? So biofuels are fuels that are derived from living matter. So that could be plant, algae, animal waste, forest residues, anything of that nature. And the first generation of biofuels included ethanol and biodiesel. Both of these have been around for many years. Uh, the problem with this first generation of biofuels is that they had to be blended with petroleum-based fuels due to the physical properties of the fluids, they were different chemically from the petroleum-based fuels. The next generation of biofuels includes what is termed renewable or green diesel and sustainable aviation fuel, both of which are drop-in fuels. So in other words, they can be utilized in the internal combustion engine without blending or modifying the engine in any way. Excellent, and yeah, that's a great segue into an area I really wanted to discuss because we're seeing a lot more news reports, press releases on this focus for renewable diesel construction around the world. Um, so focusing on that with renewable diesel, can you describe some of the process challenges that operators face in this area? Yeah, sure. So I like to think of renewable diesel plants as having three possible sections. So there's a free feed pretreatment section, there's the reactor section, um, and then there's logistics section to store and transfer the feedstocks and the products. And in each of these sections, there are some unique challenges. But one of the challenges that is pretty universal across all the sections, and that's due to the nature of the feedstocks and the variability in the physical properties between, for example, distillers corn oil and chicken fat or beef fat. You can imagine those two are very or you know, very different in nature. And so there are significant challenges in measuring things like flow rates, levels in tanks and vessels. So good process control, of course, relies on good, accurate 
measurements. So the instruments and the principle of operation of those devices needs to be considered to ensure that they can withstand these physical property changes and the variability and still give reliable measurements. It's very important. Another challenge uh, that's important to process control is due to the fact that these reactions for biodiesel are very highly exothermic, more exothermic than most reactions that we see in a typical refinery. So the control systems need to be designed to ensure that temperatures stay within the operational limits by closely monitoring feed recycle and purge rates, which need to adapt to the varying feedstocks as well. So software, which incorporates AI-based solutions, offers a significant advantage in terms of process control optimization. Record keeping is another challenge for renewable diesel plants that we really don't have in, in traditional refining operations. And in addition to accounting of feedstocks and products, which we would always do, we have to quantify the amount of hydrogen consumption, the fuel gas consumption we use in our fired heaters and that sort of thing, utility usage, which would be natural gas and electricity, steam usage for correct allocations is also required and particularly challenging for the renewable diesel units that are located within a traditional refinery because you have to separate out what goes into the refinery versus what goes into the re renewable diesel unit. Byproducts such as renewable naphtha, propane, and fuel gas, which are blended into the refinery streams, also have to be recorded and accounted for. So accurate measurement systems and a data repository to be able to track, analyze, and report that data in a verifiable manner is absolutely critical. Yeah, and that's something where I wanted to go into next because uh, I wanted to shift into uh, something that, of course, Emerson uh, excels in, and that's in digital technology. So I'm kind of curious, why does taking a long-term operational view to operations yeah, affect those choices that refiners make to include things like digital technologies. Yeah. Okay. So in the examples of the operational challenges that I just shared, and there are many more, including corrosion and catalyst deactivation, recycle gas byproduct buildup, that sort of thing, you can see that automation and digital technologies can play a big role in ensuring the success of the operations in the long term. So building a solid digital foundation of instruments, control, and software allows the flexibility needed for future operation, whether that comes in the form of processing new and maybe even currently unimaginable feedstock to producing a different type of fuel, such as sustainable aviation fuel, which is a product more recently coming into larger scale production. Absolutely, yeah, and it seems like, of course, the measurement type technologies that y'all build are, are absolutely crucial, like we like we just talked about a, a couple seconds ago. Um, now, I want to move here to projects because I'm kind of curious. Now, when you're working with partners, things like licensors, technology partners, what role do they play in projects? Yeah, Emerson's engineers um, have seen a lot of or had a lot of experience with this firsthand because we've worked with more than 20 new green diesel projects just in 2021 alone. Um, it's really helped to formulate a growing list of best practices for automating, optimizing, and future-proofing these operations, um, while also improving the speed to market based on our experience, which is 
another key challenge for the industry, of course. Everyone is very much racing to this market to be able to capture the margins. So Emerson offers some innovative technology solutions and long-term experience in renewable fuels. And in adopting sustainable technology, a partner with experience can mean the difference between the short-term and long-term success. And our deep global ex expertise in creating this digital foundation, um, which includes advanced analytics and mobile collaboration capabilities for our customers, make the adoption of the green fuels product production seamless and a lot more cost effective. And, and is there any type of uh, example of a recent project you can share? Um, and a quick follow-up to that one as well, because we're, we're of course seeing ever-changing regulations and accelerating demands. So I'm kind of curious is how does Emerson support this fast-paced project execution um, stage that we're in now globally? Yeah, great question. So yes, uh, Nesti, who is the world's largest producer of renewable diesel and sustainable aviation fuel, has chosen Emerson to be their automation supplier and partner for their current expansion project. And so we're using our project certainty methodology to ensure a successful execution of this project using cloud-based engineering capabilities which enables engineering teams located in various parts of the world to collaborate remotely, to optimize the project designs and to accelerate the project schedules. It really helps tremendously. And then during the commissioning phase, we have software which automates device commissioning and we utilize our digital twin technologies to help training, which results in a smoother, faster startup of production. And then setting up that digital foundation and advanced analytics and mobile um, collaboration at the construction phase of the project also ensures you know, longer term operational excellence. So for Nesty, their vision to utilize Emerson's control systems and software and analytics turn, to turn that relevant data that they would get into operational insights will result in better, better decision-making for the plant in the long term. And additional information on this project, particular project, is available on the Emerson website as well. Excellent. And, and that's a great segue into what I want to talk about now. And so we are seeing, of course, refiners, they're continuing down this path towards energy transition and they're modifying their operations to meet those challenges of decarbonization. It's extremely important, of course. So this, this question is a two-parter here. I'm kind of curious is how does having visibility to data and being able to accurately report their their progress to targets actually matter? And then, of course, the follow-up is, how, how do you do that? Right. So uh, Emerson has a software platform called Plant Web Optics, um, and we offer customers a cost-effective means to automate that data gathering and the analysis. And then it also offers visualization as well as reporting. And also gives you the way, just the structure of it, gives you added flexibility to adapt to any sort of future requirements. It's very easy to build upon that. And Plant Web Optics features the, a central data repository or a data lake, which stores all types of data, structured and unstructured data, that's required for these reports and analytics. Uh, with And the visualization is integrated to significantly reduce the number of man hours and also the time 
uh, to produce these highly accurate reports that are necessary in order to optimize the operations. Absolutely, yeah, that data is crucial when it comes to operations, I've found. Uh, so we've discussed several topics here, and it seems, of course, that these new digital technologies are really a huge benefit for operators who want to uh, enhance or optimize their operations. So for the listeners, if they want to find out more information about some of the topics that we've talked about, or even want to dive deeper into these type of digital technologies, possibly for their own operations, where can they go to find out more information? Yeah. Uh, so anyone that is interested in learning more can access a white paper on the topic, which does, as you said, dive quite a bit deeper uh, into all of these subjects, uh, talking about you know very specific products, what they do, exactly where in the process and that sort of thing. Um, and you can find that paper by visiting the Emerson website uh, at emerson.com slash biofuel solutions. Excellent. Well, thank you, Julie. And I do want to let the listeners know as well that uh, we are working with Emerson to send out a uh, white paper. We'll be going out in March. It's called Automation Technology Supports Growing Demand for Green Diesel. That will be emailed out to all of our subscribers around the world. So please be on the lookout for that. And of course, you can download that white paper, which is going to go a lot deeper into some of the uh, items that we speak you know, that we talked about during this podcast. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And again, really, Julie, we want to thank you so much for providing us a couple minutes today to discuss these important topics. You know, digital technologies is the wave of the future. So it's it's really interesting to see the new benefits that are out there uh, that are helping out uh, operators around the world. And of course, we really want to thank all of you for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column.